Hello, and welcome to another episode of Crits and Grits, uh, a real play uh, Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition podcast set in the cursed realm of Georgia. I think it's been a while since I've said that, so it was good to say it again. Uh, I am your Dungeon Master, uh, Alex. I am very tired, but I'm going to try my hardest to really do some good storytelling. With me tonight, as always, are our fantastic players. Uh, I'm going to go around the room here in this gigantic room that we have. Uh, spreads all the way from middle Georgia to Texas to Vegas. Uh, we're going to go all the way as far to the west as we can, all the way out in beautiful uh, Las Vegas. Jeff, how's it going? Uh, I mean, have y'all seen this new Strixhaven stuff? It's pretty busted. I can't wait. It looks it looks so ridiculous. You get a rock robot that doesn't shut down when you get incapacitated. It keeps beating yeah. stuff up. That's great. Uh, also, it's hot rock. So it's hot as hell out here. Yeah, I've seen the uh, seen the stuff from Strixhaven. It looks busted as hell. I can't wait. It's gonna be fun. Next up, we have Drew. Now, the good doctor usually has some medical advice for us, uh, but tonight I'm gonna ask for something a little bit different. Instead of medical advice, uh, we're going to talk about alternative medical advice. Ooh. Yeah. All right. This is this is really stepping into my wheelhouse. So take there some notes. That pink Himalaya salt is the best thing. Just eat, you know, just no, nothing else is necessary in your life. Just eat handfuls of Himalaya salt. It has to be the pink stuff. because That's where the good ions are at. Just oh, now, God, I like the salt lamp. What about salt lambs? Can oh, I no, that's those? not it. That's not it. You got to eat it. Oh, you can licked the salt I... lamb. It, it, that is the same salt, and it tastes the same. I have licked I, the salt lamb. I loved it earlier. I do fucking hate it here. <laughs> All right, and now for our resident hater of here, uh, Andrew. Now you come from the cursed land of Middle Georgia, as do the rest of us here on the podcast. Uh, how cursed has it been for you since we've gotten into June? Yeah, that's right. The This whole campaign takes place in a real place, and I live there. And as I have just stated, I fucking hate it here. So, there you go. <laughs> but, I'm looking forward to playing. Well, that's very good, and I can't wait to get into the story here, but we still have two more people that we have to get through and reintroduce to everyone here. And we're going to start with uh, Gaber Gary. I tried to do a thing where I was like, do it both at the same time, and that would have been really schmucky. So I'm not, no. How about like, Carl with two R's? Oh, damn it. Carl with two R's. Did we add an R to that last time? No, no. Wait, did we? I don't fucking. Uh, Carl don't with two know. R's. No, they, they charge by the letter. So, uh, no. Ooh. Yeah, and I still don't have that have intern. To, so, yeah. I might have to take off an R for that, man. I'm sorry. Oh, fuck. Yeah, well, uh, Gary, it's a fantastic time as always to be here. Last time we had all played together in this campaign, it was your birthday. Uh, and now that we are post-birthday, you know, how, how are you feeling? How are you feeling? How are you feeling? You had a birthday recently, Shut too. Shut up. No, I didn't. God damn it. That's right. I You're never. on the spot now, bitch. <sighs> it was all right. But enough about me. Abby, as our resident other person that's also here. Um, hi, I'm, I'm the other in this podcast, um, the, um, diversity hire. Hello. Diversity hire. I mean, I I check a few boxes. 
Not many, like two, but. ¿Qué? ¿Qué? No entiendo. Sí. Fantastic. And we are learning Spanish today. This is amazing, y'all. I feel like at this point, half of us are diversity hires. That's true. Uh, I'm the diversity father. Uh, um, Jeff is the diversity. I don't know. Good, good momentum. You kept it up. Yeah, he had he has the diversity disease. I do have the diversity disease. I do have it. It's, it's true. Just go ahead and start the campaign. Save save yourself from yourself. I'm saving myself from myself because we are back into the campaign. Let's go. So, last time we all met up, which was a while. Uh, we had an amazing adventure, and in that adventure, uh, we had a, a battle, a great and powerful fight between the mother of Boss and the team, as well as her giant clanky-ass robot. It clanked. It turned people really slow. That shit sucked for everybody, and everyone went, Damn, Alex, you decided to be pissed at everybody. Okay, don't fuck with the DM. It was a good time had by all. Everyone loved it, and nobody leveled up. Suck it. What's up? What's up, y'all? That's where we are today. I forgot to level up. Did we level up? No, y'all didn't level up just yet. I, I was like, oh, oh, damn it. So Were you being sarcastic? I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I'll no. go ahead and level up I on also... my sheet. <laughs> All right, I'm going to level up. Yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and level up. All right, so uh, the re- take two levels. I feel like leave, I did a good job. Leave so Alex out of this. Leave <laughs> Alex out of this. Are we in agreement that we're just all going to level up right now? Yeah, yeah we're just I'm down with that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's level up. Good job, yeah, everybody. I want to play this game on easy mode now. <laughs> yeah. Um, long rest, right? Uh, no, no long rest. No, uh, no leveling up. Unfortunately, you guys are so close. To that. What about cool items? Um, you guys have gotten so many cool items. Uh, except now you kind of do have a cool item in the form of uh, the ancient construct and the professor orb, Professor Scant, um, who uh, is still alive because he's an orb. Uh, and he goes, uh, yes, uh, I was talking about the Shardalyn dragon. So, uh, boss, what you want to do is uh, go ahead and put Bubo into the construct. Uh, Whoa, hey, now, we guy. don't want to. No, you can't do that. I think... I think I I think I will. Can Bubo eat the other Professor Orb? And no, gain, that's in Im- its knowledge and power. That's impossible. Everyone knows that you can't feed Professor Orbs to one another. Uh, go ahead and do an Arcana check. Boss is is definitely gonna. Uh, even if it doesn't seem like it's gonna work, he's definitely gonna kind of bang the two orbs together. Just just on the off chance. God, I rolled like shit. Uh, Fifteen. With a 15, you know uh, one thing very clearly, that this Professor Orb that is inside of the Construct does have information that you can get out of it. You're just going to need to know how to get it out. Mm. About as, uh, as much as that 15 is going to tell you. Okay. Could I examine it for like a data card or anything like that? Like a slot for accessing information? Uh, yes, you do that, uh, and you do find that there is a slot. It is right over where the eye is. It goes horizontal against it. Okay. Do I, uh, is there, like, a card or anything there? Uh, you can roll a perception. Oh, my God. Let me percept it. 18. I percept. 18. 
Uh, you do percept. You percept the ever-loving hell out of that thing. Um, there isn't a card per se, but it is a, a a cylinder that is there. That is pretty much the heart of the professor orb and the information that's stored within. Uh, and you can surmise with that 18 that if you press on it uh, and you just hold it in for a moment, it'll spring out. Sweet. Does it? Does the yeah. does Professor Orb like, no, 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 ah, you're killing me! No, he doesn't go like that. He goes, no, you don't want to touch there. That's my no-no square. Well, I, got, I do have to respect that. Oh, my God. Got me, Alex. You I did. Me. I've I've won. I will. Re- I, I have to respect its boundaries. <laughs> oh, if only he really knew where my no-no square was. <laughs> is it the power button? Is, is there a power button? Damn Can it. I turn it off? I'm gonna turn you, it off. I mean, you could, I guess. That would be kind of a to. dick move. I'm going to. I don't like uh, you that much. You go ahead and you do that, and it shuts down the entire. Massive robot goes as it all powers down. Uh, it slumps over the professor orb. Uh, the little eye symbol that's on it shuts. Um, and you hear over the uh, the crystal that Velen had on her, the walkie-talkie she had. So are we are we doing this? Are you bringing my robot to me? Uh, yeah, we're totally gonna do that. Mm-hmm. You're not and- gonna do that. Are you? And Neil, in a voice that only Boss can hear, says, "Hey, Boss, put Boobo in." Uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna un, un, unscrew the Professor Orb and insert insert my Boobo. Excellent. Uh, I love that. Let me just see something real fast in my notes here. I'm just gonna check this real quick. Let me see where to go. Um, where did I go? I have this note here. It was an important note. Oh yeah. Um, go ahead and give me another perception check. Probably only got the one good perception check in me. Oh, no, 18. An mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 18. Uh, you barely notice it as you almost trip a switch while you're unscrewing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you barely notice it, and as you do, you do not fully unscrew the Professor Orb uh, of its holding. Um getting this sneaking suspicion that it's trapped and triggered in a way that something really not cool will happen if you were to activate it. Hmm. Okay. Um, is it, is it something I think I could like disarm with that 18? You're not entirely certain. If you had gotten that 20, you would have precisely how to disarm it. Damn. Hmm. Yeah. But you know, it's dangerous enough that if you trip it, it's not going to be fun for everybody. Is it something that like spending more time on it would would help? Like, if we moved on uh, and other people let time pass? Uh, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna. Class is gonna whip out his uh, his tools, all of his um, alchemy and uh, artificery tools, and sit down and try to puzzle this thing out. Uh, you puzzle and you puzzle until your puzzler is sore. Um, you. I'm am so, sorry. I had to. Um, oh, my puzzler. <laughs> I gotta no. get my boobo. Alex, please, please let uh, me get my boobo. 
as you do, <laughs> as you do, uh, you do, uh, you do figure out that there is a series of switches to hit that would, uh, that would disable the professor orb that's inside the construct and open up the hatch without, uh, turning everyone into like little unconscious puppets that can be used for soul snatchers. Like you wouldn't die and your soul would still be in your body if you successfully uh, figured out how to undo the strap. And you can. You do. All you got to do is turn it back on. Okay, well, I have a lot more trepidation about doing that now. Um, If it was some kind of, like, mind bomb. Uh, But, yeah, let's go for it. Let's let's hook my boobo up. I want to get my boobo in. You uh, successfully removed the Professor or Professor Scant from his uh his confines and you pop bubo in there uh bubo activates the ancient construct and you see him just start to move around his eye uh design that is the front of him the camera starts whizzing around everywhere looking at his new surroundings as he is tall and robust and he feels really cool being like eight foot tall nice I would too. Hit the flex, Booba. Show us. Show us the bot. Uh, he he does the flex. Uh, he does. You, you remember um, Night at the Museum? Yeah. And you had they were all the statues that came to life, and one went boom, boom, firepower. That's what he does. He flexes. It looks really cool. But he does it in Boobo language, which is beeps and whistles. Now, Professor Scant. Turns back on once he's taken out of there and goes, whoa, whoa, I feel small again. I don't, I don't care for this. Please put me back into my massive, cool body. Neil just kind of smacks Professor Scant with an astral hand. (laughs) I don't feel pain, but would it make you feel better if I said ow? Actually, yes. Yes. Oh, then no, I won't do that. Damn. Got us. Uh, I watched the Night of the Museum clip, and those those are definitely two horny statues. They are I mean, horny. the T W O T O O, two horny statues. No, <laughs> uh, well, now that I'm out of there, I guess I can just and he gets out of your arms uh, and starts floating around again. Go and tell my masters that I'm free. <laughs> you Please. stupid people. Please don't do that. Oh, and why shouldn't I? Oh, that's kind of sucky. I don't want to be shot at. Yep, uh-huh. It'll hurt. Yeah, you know, that, that might hurt our feelings if you go tell your boss. It would. Yeah. Hey, um, hey I could be your boss. You could tell me hmm. whatever you're thinking. That's a, that's a good pun right there, because your name is boss. It is, uh, yeah. Thank you. looks you up and down real fast and scans you and says, Ah, Number eight five oh sorry, eight four zero. Yes. No, eight four two. No, I can't nope. remember. Nope. Eight Hold four on. five. You're, you're there you go. <laughs> Number eight four five, that's right. The good doctor had told us about that. Although he's not really a good doctor, he's kind of a shit doctor. He was he's pretty a, awful. Yeah. He he was. He was a terrible father, and as a father myself, to many, many robotic children. I would know a thing or two about being a father. Oh. That is not shit. You know what, Professor Orb? I do too. 
I think there might be a lot of common ground here, as I too. Wait, I'm a father. You're a father. Oh, yeah. uh, you see him with, pull out uh, some wallet photos. pictures. <laughs> These are incredible. Look at mine, and it's just it's maze hues all over again. Oh hell yeah! Uh, um, let me let me draw my picture of Glorf into the into the chat so that Abby has to see it again. <laughs> oh come on! It's his first day. Am of school, I allowed? Abby? Can I can I change my profile Abby. picture to Glorf? Uh, I could mm. kick you from the server. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, you know what? I've had a change of heart from all of this now, so. Yeah, I, I won't rat you out. You seem like some pretty cool dudes. Boss, I didn't know you were dad. I talk about it all the time. <clears throat> and I guess, in, I don't know, what has it been, like, less than 12 hours since I guess that happened? It's been less than, like, it's been less than three hours. <laughs> Probably been less than an hour, which is surprising that you have so many wallet photos. I've gone, I've gone through a lot of life changes in the last hour, Neil. <laughs> I'm a different man than the the one that you saw get on that boat to go to the prison island. Oh, I guess fatherhood does change a man. Sorry, boss. It it's okay. And then we we do the the alien like bro bro grip. Uh, he projects an a holographic uh, arm that the two of you somehow do match up on. It makes no sense because it's a hologram, but it still happens and still works. Um. Roll a strength check for me. I'm going to roll an imposing strength check. Oh, wait, check. hold on. I'm going to use my... I'm still a giant crawfish, by the way. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we yeah. did. Things back. Of course. Yay. I got a 19 on that strength check, Alex. 19 on that strength check. That's a good... That's a good-ass strength check. Uh, give me just a moment while I load up my strength check. It's going to be so good. You're gonna be you're gonna be so surprised by how good it is. I'm I'm really excited how choice the number that you you generate. Uh, it is a five. It crushes weak holographic hand. Uh, you do you absolutely destroy it um, as it crumbles into um, pixel dust. So um, I, I guess we should still go to my boss. Not, not you, boss. You're cool, but my actual boss. Oh, the boss. Yes, yeah, understood. She's a, she's a pretty, you know, she's a person that does things that are sometimes not for the best for everyone, but you do what you can. So she's a real uh, catch you next Tuesday. Got it. What? No, no. She is beauty and grace, and she will crush your face. Careful. Neil likes that. He's a nasty boy. Whoa. Hey, now, fella. That's my look, look. boss you're talking about. I I have a type. It's big titty goths. And oh, she's not big titty goth. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, no. We're we're fine. Small titty goth. I'm a computer. Uh, I shouldn't know that. Small titty goth, you say. <laughs> Can I say, uh, so while this has all been going on, uh, Kirsch dropped his battle axe and he walked away from everyone. First, go ahead and roll a perception check. Oh, boy. No, no, it's fine. You're not going to get murdered this time. Is Kirsch having a, a crisis of fate? Well, that's a nine, so I might get murdered. Okay, you are immediately... No, you're not murdered. Um, what does wind up happening 
is you don't see it at first because I'm guessing your curse is just looking down as uh, he's walking. Um, yeah, he's not paying attention to what's around him at all. Uh, but you do see uh, or you hear someone say, hey, watch it. Uh, Kirsch just kind of glances up. Do, do I see anything? You do. Uh, you see the four members of the piecemeal uh, team gang. Uh, you see Tannis there, her silver hair shaved on the sides, looking very badass, uh, looking at you in only that way that a teenager can look at a fully grown dad-bodied man um, with both admiration and disgust at the same time. You go, you almost fell over our tripwire there. Oh, uh, okay. Um, do I see where it is to, like, step over it and go around it? Uh, you do. You see it just in time enough that you do see it. Um, so you see that right there as you almost step over everything. And I just realized now that I just said that a second ago. Um, and Tannis just goes, fine. We're trying to come up with a plan. We know that there's like bad, bad outsidery people that aren't you guys. And we're going to probably go after them. Like, do you guys have a game plan? Um, I don't know if I'm going to continue with it. Whoa, <laughs> what? They're like I... certified badass. Yeah, the guy, with, the guy with the rapier there, he just he just all like, pow, pow, pow. It's a bad dude right there. Do I hear them being impressed at my skills? No, you don't. You are uh, with everyone else. You're watching as uh, right, the right. particle hand of uh, of the professor scant crumbles into particle dust, into digital particle dust. It looks cool. And you're kind of like, damn, that looks cool. All right. Uh, Kirstra says, yeah, yeah, he did. Uh, and he's going to continue walking past them. Uh, one of them looks at you and says, You've got you've got troubles on your mind, don't you? Like real real troubles. Yeah, but you're a kid, so don't worry about it. Yeah, okay. Uh, fuck you too. Um, I was just gonna say, like, whenever I have crises of faith, like there's this little patch in the woods right here that's like right behind the bar, you know. Yeah, it's right behind the bar and everything, and that's super cool or whatever. But like, it's peaceful and quiet there. Kirsch looks where uh, they're pointing and just sighs and says, sorry, I'll, um, I'll go check it out. And he's going to go to where he was pointed at. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was Graham who had said that. He, he goes, yeah, that's uh, what happens when you're the, the mom friend of the group. You know, you, you know where <laughs> all the good, the good places to just kind of get away from it all. Yeah, Kirsch is going to go find the place. Uh, you go to that place. It is peaceful. It is serene. Uh, there is nothing around for a good 20 feet. But it's like thick, dense woods. That's right there. It's like somebody planted these trees specifically to be just overly dense. It's a little bit difficult to get into. But you squeeze in, and it's a nice little clearing with a little bitty brook and everything there. What do you do? Um, I think... Kirsch is just going to sit on the ground, just just plop down um, and just look up at the sky. And I think he is probably going to do some praying. You do that. You do some praying. Uh, it's 
pretty good. Um, like if someone was watching from a camera far away, they'd be like, "Wow, that's some good ass praying right there." Actually, no. Roll me a religion check to see how good ass your praying is. I was about to say, what's the role to pray? <laughs> uh, it is pretty good praying. That's a 19. Ooh, yeah, that's some pretty baller-ass praying. Uh, you pray up to the sky. You prostrate yourself in front of your god, uh, the Dilf of the sky, as uh, as he's known <laughs> throughout the multiverse. What was your god's name? I do apologize. Um, it was Lathander. Lathander. Uh, you pray up to Lathander. Uh, and what do you say as you pray to him? Oh, gosh. Are you going to make me actually go into it? Um, You're praying. You're the one who said, I'm a praying. I think a lot of... I mean, if he's not getting interrupted, he's just going to stay there and continue for a while. Um, I think a lot of it is just questioning Lathander, like, if he's testing him. Um, because he keeps getting put into all of these gray morality situations. Um, and he feels like if this is a test, he's failing all of it. Um, every time he tries to save someone, you know, they end up dying anyways, or something bad ends up happening to someone no matter what he does. Um, he is going to pray about... Asking if he can trust his allies, because at this point, um, he feels pretty betrayed. Um, Kai's not listening. Boss lied to him, and he feels like right now he's just got so much blood on his hands from the people that he helped kill uh, back at the lab. Uh, and that is weighing very heavily on the, on him, because he would not have done that if he thought that they were real people. Um, so he's you know, questioning why he was put with this group of people. Like, is this some kind of test for him? Is he supposed to do something for them? Or are they, you know, just there to see how moral he can stay with everything? Um, and he's going to also probably question a little bit why, you know, when everybody was changed into different races, he was turned into a big, ugly half-orc. Um, I think, you know, getting that taste of being a human again really just kind of messed with his head because you remember, you know, how much better it was to not scare small children walking down the sidewalk and things like that. Um, really just a lot of questions for Lathander on why all of this shit is suddenly getting dumped on him at once. And he's he's just very upset that he has had to hurt and kill people. Uh, Lathander hears these prayers, or at least that's sort of how you perceive it as the wind around you stiffens slightly um and then a gentle breeze comes down neil you seem to hear something you have incredible astral powers that are sometimes hard to explain and you seem to hear your friend kirsch uh, praying. You had noticed Kirsch walking out of the barn earlier, but now you hear this prayer going up to the heavens. What do you do? Uh, Neil just kind of, not saying a word, walks in the direction of the prayers, and when he sees Kirsch, he just tries to stay out of Kirsch's sight and just listens. As you start to listen and you start to hear, 
uh, your astral arms and ears flare up, which I know just made that kind of sound like inaction. It's terrible. Um, but your astral arm reaches out toward Kirsch. And both of you roll a wisdom saving throw for me at disadvantage. Oh, no. Because neither oh, of you no. understand how this is. Gosh. <laughs> so uh, one was a natural 20 Oof. for a 26, but the other was a 22. So that is with disadvantage is a 22. Wow. Watch all Suck of my dude. other rolls be garbage. Okay, <laughs> you roll so bad, dude. Yeah. Um, and I know. I know this isn't the Isekai campaign, but as far as with Abby, with uh, Kirsch's prayers, I like I, I wanted uh, Kai to do the anime sneeze thing when someone's talking about them. Um, that happens. That happens anyway. At disadvantage, I got an eight. Wonderful. Um, Kirsch, you notice it immediately as Neil's arms go out toward you. These arms that are these astral projections, they grab onto your shoulders and you're both knocked unconscious. Damn it. <laughs> Neil, you take the brunt of it and out longer. Hirsch, you wake up immediately in this dreamlike state. You hear something that just is odd. You're the first to awake. That's what is good about this wisdom saving throw. Um, as you wake and as you start to kind of piece it together, you start to hear, yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, Neil, twice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good. Good. Take a break, all of you. Um, Neil, a, a word, please. Uh, Neil, you wake up as you see your younger self in front of you. What is your younger self doing? Uh, my younger self is just immersed in his training. Uh, nothing else matters at that moment. And it's probably one of the few times Kirsch has probably ever seen Neil smile. Like, young Neil, not current Neil. Ah, uh, well... You did good out there. Um, clearly, you're doing very well ahead of the rest of the class. I'm proud of you, very proud of you. I noticed something, though. Um, the bigger one. What, what was his name again? The one that's a little bit, little bit behind everyone else. Sarutobi. Sarutobi, right, right. <clears throat> Sarutobi, he's trying. And you're, you're helping him, correct? You're giving him the extra lessons that we have spoken about yes and yet he still he still stumbles uh, look i know i've been putting a lot on you and this entire this school this idea that we have here it's big and it's important and this isn't like home you came here to to learn to better yourself not only does bettering yourself mean bettering you, it means bettering those all around you to pick up where others are, are weakest. Uh, there's so much at stake here, though. That's true. But we have to help out others. 
no matter what, because at the end of the day, you will have to rely on everyone else to be there with you. Whether you're going into battle alone or you are with a team, you cannot be the number one. You cannot be the top of everything, doing it all on your own without anyone there beside you. But Sartobi's soft. He's, he's not cut out for this. So he's soft. You make him less soft. I know you Americans have strange, funny phrases that you like to say, so I'll try to keep it curt and not fall into that pitfall. You be there for him so that he has that strength. It's like when I first heard about Lysander. I've, I've told you about Lysander before, correct? In passing, yes. In passing. Lysander is an all-powerful being. He is a father figure to many. His strength and the strength of those around him is brought together to make the world a better, brighter place. Now, I'm not going to try to convince you to switch over to being a Lysander fan, a Lysander, if you will. Again, jokes fall flat. I'm sorry, I'm trying to have a little bit of levity sometimes. Sometimes we're very serious here, sometimes we joke. I prefer the serious you. Of course. But using that, that as a tool, as a backing, I make sure that all of our students are on as good of a footing as they can. And if they cannot, we help them. But what about all the bullies? What do, what do we say with bullies? What do we do with them? Look, I... You beat them into the dust. That's a lot of people to beat into the dust. Yes. And well, I can do we it, don't like We don't like bullies. I don't want to bring shame to the school. That's true. Shame would be dishonorable, and that would bring us all down. However, there are bad people in this world that sometimes need to be brought down and need to be dealt with. So, help them out, okay? I'll For do, your sins. I'll do my best. And Neil bows. Uh, sensei, uh, sensei Kaguya bows back toward you and says, now run along. Help out Toby there, okay? All right, and young Neil goes over to instruct him. It's in this dream world a few days later. You see Toby leaving in shame. Neil, I, I thought we had a discussion. But I'm next in line to take over the school. What's one student leaving compared to several leaving after I beat them into the dust? We'll discuss this at another time. The dream world fades, and it's just you and Kirsch. Kirsch, you have seen this entire scene play out. You hear a man from another part of the world who you now notice has a lot of the same features and characteristics that Neil has when his astral arms project. The same rabbit ears, the same elongated arms, and you see him looking solemn. You see your friend here, the one that seems to be the only one in your party who has any real sense of strength and honor. And you see him at his most broken. What do you do? That's a tough question. Um, oh gosh, I don't even know. Kirsch just turns to Neil and he says, why, why are we being shown? 
Kirsch, uh, Toby, you you reminded me a lot of Toby. First time you came into the bar. And Kirsch, you're pretty much my only friend. I, You were my chance to, re- I guess, redeem myself. Just sounds wrong when I put it that way, but I don't know. Uh, I wanted to atone for the things I did in the past. My inaction caused Toby to leave in disgrace. And as I got to know you, you actually became a close friend. I enjoyed seeing you come into the bar, but kept my emotional distance because I didn't want to ever go through that again. I never really made any friends after that. And that that day when we were given the mission, I I didn't want you on the mission. I knew something like this was going to happen, and I didn't want to see what this turned you into. And here we are. I tried to stop it every way I could, but in the end, we're still just here. I'm just really struggling with understanding why all of this is happening. This is, I mean, the first time in my life that I've been faced with so many tough choices, and I just, I feel like I just keep making the wrong. That makes two of us, Kirsch. Well, we're, I'm assuming, being shown this because we're supposed to learn something. Yes, you are. Uh, Neil, you're not going to introduce me? Kirsch, this is my sensei. Kaguya. Kaguya. Oh, uh, nice, nice to meet you. I'm, I'm Kirsch. I've, I've been watching you through Neil here. He's sometimes a little rough around the edges. I tried to teach him well, but you balance him well, I've seen. And I know that, Neil, you, you want to atone. So you you're were... not dead and haunting me through these arms. Oh, no, I am. I am. Pretty cool, so, right? Death, it really kind of livens you up sometimes. It's pretty it's pretty neat. Um, ooh, now we get to be a ghost, kind of. Ooh. Well, I guess our martial arts style died with you, then. Did it, though? He, he holds up a phantom board and says, triple kick. And oh. Neil goes for the triple kick. Backspin, force palm. He puts out another board to the left. Neil's movements are fluid and sharp as he goes through each of these. I thought you said my my school of martial arts died with me. Neil says, but I thought the only way to become the next master of the school was to kill you with my own hands. Yeah, you did that, and that was kind of crap. You did a good job, though, and I guess technically you're I, now the master. And all that. I ran away in the middle of the night. You did? And, you know, back in a more not-cool age, I would have said, oh, a true man, blah, 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 and all that malarkey there, but I'm not going to, because that's not cool anymore. It's not PC, as the kids say. But you did what you could. It wasn't always the wisest move, wasn't always the safest and smartest. But my legacy lives on die. How did I die? What do you What do you mean? You killed me with your own two hands, remember? No, I I ran away. I I left in the middle of the night, went back to Georgia, and opened a bar. Oh. Oh, shit. 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you were my last pupil, unless Toby decided to come back for revenge or something. That would be pretty messed up, I'd say. I don't think he would do that, though. He was a good kid. A little soft, but a good kid nonetheless. This, 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 is, this is too much. Hmm. Well. And Neil takes out a bottle of Tums and starts downing them. Oh. Well, uh, you, you know those are... Those are fantasy. Shut up, shut up, even shut up. even in like a fantasy world, those are fantasy. Shut tums. up. Those aren't. This is an astral plane. You can't do that. That doesn't work. That doesn't make sense. <sighs> Kirsch, uh, Kaguya puts his hand onto Kirsch's shoulder. He says, "You help ground this man. You do it in a way that I never was able to, and no one that I I trained him with has been able to." You question your faith and your faith in your party. And that's smart. That's admirable. But it's not something you need to worry about. Lathander, he guides us. He makes sure we do right from wrong. I'm not saying, saying be preachy or try to convert anybody. I tried that in my first school. Didn't work. What I'm saying is use Lathander's teachings. Use them to make your life better and those around you be the voice of reason speak up it, it would help you like i just keep getting put situations where my voice just isn't be i don't i don't know how to get through to the rest of the party i feel like there are just so many more lives that we could save but i don't always know what to say and how to get through to them uh hmm. curse there's one thing we haven't tried uh, Me beating them out? into the dirt, yes. No, don't don't beat them uh, into Kirsch the dirt. Kirsch holds out his hand for a fist bump. <laughs> oh, Nil I fist bump with an good. astral fist. <laughs> I felt that. That so, was that was pretty cool. I felt that. So what you're saying is the message from Lathander is not that these are a bunch of tests that I'm failing, but sometimes I need to knock sense into people. Yes. With if it comes to that, yes. I'm not going to use my axe though. That would no. That would be really bad. You have. Let me just. Uh, and he puts out his hands, doing that picture frame thing, uh, with his index fingers and his thumbs. He goes, uh, yes, you are the spitting image of Lathander in this form. You represent the sky dilf in a way that few <laughs> ever truly have. Uh, I'm not adding that to my notes. <laughs> is, uh, <laughs> is uh, Kirsch in his human form or his half-orc form? He's in his half-orc form. Uh, this is an astral plane. You're not in Jeremiah in Peaceman Lane. Okay. Um, Kirsch just shakes his head and says, I'm uh, pretty sure Lathander doesn't look like some big green monster-looking thing. He doesn't. But I appreciate you trying to boost my mood. He doesn't look like, as you call yourself, a big green monster-looking thing. He looks like someone who is strong and proud, helps his friends, He's a good father figure to all. He is good. As good as he can be. Kirsch, I'm sure that 
you worry that you scare the kids and everything like that. I'm, I'm not a mouthpiece for him. He didn't tell me these things. But you live in a world where wonders and horrors are everywhere. It's not something to be ashamed of. It's not something to be terrified. Tell me, does your wife love you? Do your children love you? Well, of course. Isn't that enough? <sighs> yeah. So the moral of the story, then, is go and punch Kai in the face. Go and punch Kai in the face and say, you know, it's, it's what my god would want me to do if you wish to say that. Or you can punch him in the face and say, hey, chill the hell out. I know you're not big on the cursing. That's why I didn't drop the F-bomb on you then. I don't see why more people don't follow the Thander. He's, he's pretty cool. He's a pretty cool... He's the Sky Dilf. Hey, uh, Kirsch, <laughs> I, I, I can cover the cursing for you. Just just let me know what words you want said, and I'll say them. We're a good team. And he holds up his fist for another fist bump. And Neil fist bumps and says, Fuck yeah. All right. Um, where where's the exit? I've, I've yeah, got we, we got to uh, go. We we got the some. OS to punch. The exit yeah. has been within you all along. No, I'm kidding. Um, I I don't know. Just like, uh, just wait. As soon as he says the words "wake up," you both snap both uh, wide awake. You feel wiser. You feel as though you understand things a little more. Curse, you ready to punch some numbers? So Kai's what the actual numbers were. I got this. Uh, and he stands up, stretches a little, and cracks his fingers. All right. Where's the little, you you call him a name, guy at? Uh, fuck bag. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, over in the corner, you see Graham and Tannis and Roebuck and Abe going, fuck were they doing there? <laughs> As we cut back to uh, the main uh, everything there, uh, back in the bar where, uh, boss, are you downloading data from the Professor Scant orb into your Professor orb, into Bubo? I hadn't because he did deny consent for me to remove his his memory thingy. <laughs> That's true. I forgot that. I- I also would like to ask a question before, like, their vision is fully over. Um, because I take it, like, they're both... Because I couldn't hear them, and they're both away. Because Tannis is still here, right? Uh, Tannis is still in the town near the bar and everything. Uh, but they're out closer to the little woods that are right next to it. Okay. All right. They but, have and I, could, and I couldn't hear them or anything. Um, no. All right. And then, like, the professor... Or like the like the guy that's trying to get the professor, or like that's just on a monitor, kind of uh, thing, yeah. right? Yeah, it's okay. on a it's okay. on a kind of walkie-talkie, and everything okay. that keeps sorting out. All right. Well, uh, I am I have definitely have been seeing what I have definitely been seeing them because I was waiting on a roof as far as just making sure that I'm kind of hidden from people that don't know I'm there. I'm not hiding from them, but I'm still on the roof of the bar because I'm waiting for people so smart plan i like it that way <laughs> you see everything see no 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 bad joking time not joking time like that. but we're back to everyone else um so boss you are in the middle of trying to understand the professor or professor scamp uh 
and everything. So, do you have any questions? Hmm? What else can you tell me about your boss? Oh, my boss. Um, let's see. We already yeah, went over. Don't even oh. tell you. That's my joke. That's Look my at joke. You. You, that's your joke. That's a good-ass joke. Uh, let's see. We already went over. She's a small-titty goth girl. Um, let's see. She's in charge of the Arcane Brotherhood. They're trying to bring this town, uh, the, the giant thing that's floating around it, down. Um, and there's also a schism in between everybody. Avarice, she's not a big fan of the rest of them, uh, except she's kind of cool with Nas. Um, not really this, not really cool with uh, the professor, uh, or sorry, the doctor, your father. Um, oh yeah, there's the Shardlin dragon and everything there too. Um, and as soon as he says Shardlin dragon, Professor Orb's uh, light blinks bright red. Uh-oh. And it cuts Ooh. out. Still in there? Hello? Yes, of course, I'm still in here. What else did you want to know? Why did you turn red real real quick right there? Oh, um, well, there's certain things that I'm only allowed so much to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know what else to tell you other than I can't quite say a lot about the shard. Uh, and he shorts out again as he's about to say Shardlin Dragon. God damn it, Gary. I took the high <laughs> road and you took the low road for me. <laughs> Uh, Gary has typed into the chat like Shardalin Dragon with with Shart in all caps. Way to go. <laughs> Very proud. Uh, that's the secret mm-hmm. code phrase. He can say Shart. So. Yeah. Genius, <laughs> a genius workaround that we've discovered. Um, I forgot. Well, what I can say is that it is a massive metal siege beastie thing. And it seems to be somewhere in this town. Where would something that large hide here? Hmm. Excellent question. He uh, scrolls through his database. Uh, The eye that is in front of him starts to roll forward, 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 and then stops. Well, there are two likely places. Um, Let me see. And he puts forward a projection of the city uh, that everyone can see. I'm imagining Kirsch and, and Neil, they're on their way back at this point, right? Yeah. Uh, he makes this projection of the entire city and points out to two locations, one closer to the edge of town uh, under what looks like a bunch of ruins and one over what looks like a very well-developed shopping center. I'm sorry, a what? Uh, a very well-developed shopping center. These are the two most likely places that uh, that we believe that they that the beast could be. One is under these old forgotten factory ruins. That's where the professor is headed, or no, that's where Nas is headed. That's right. And the other is uh, where the professor's headed, which is uh, let's see the ah yes the piecemeal all hour shopping mall. Um. I guess I'll put that up to the to the group. Do we want to head to the shopping center or the factory? He. Um, Tomias, uh, still in uh, crawfish oh, crayfish. form. Crayfish, crawdad, <laughs> whatever. Mud bug. Creek, creek, uh, creek lobster form. <laughs> uh, he shudders 
and makes like a like a sound. Um, Uncomfortable. And uh, immediately transforms back into his uh, uh-huh. natural form uh, and kind of walks over to a wall and leans against it and and coughs a few times. You, you all right? Uh, bud, raw daddy. In in the uh, in the voice of like uh, the like authoritarian leadery voice, uh, he says, uh, "Don't worry about me. We have things to do." Uh, Kai is going to like poke his. Kai's gonna poke his head like down like from like the edge of the roof, kind of looking in, and just huh? hey, the hell was that? I think. Tamias broke himself uh, being a giant crayfish for so long. Hmm. That's terrible. I uh, wouldn't wish being crayfish on anyone. Uh, now, now Kai's just going to do a very visible shrug. Like, oh, okay. And then just get back on the roof. Kai, do you want to go to a shopping center or a factory? Oh, is that me? Yes. Kai? Yeah. You know, uh, women prefer to go shopping, so I think we have better luck there. <laughs> well, that's a good enough reason for me, I suppose. Jace, <laughs> yes, I, I knew, I knew I liked you, boss. I call you Hefe. Uh, How far away are uh, Neil and Kirsch at the moment? Probably uh, just outside the bar. Um, you would have seen the projection of the town being shown off inside of uh, inside of the bar. You wouldn't have seen the whole of it though, so you're you're close enough. It, the woods weren't too far away. So at this moment, Neil is just telling her, "All right, so uh, when you go in for the punch, just make sure you follow through. Just follow through." All right, and then then you're gonna say something real cool, like with bad words. Uh, the. I mean, I'm on the spot, but I'll try. No, you're not on the spot, because I'm telling you in advance. Oh, oh, yeah, you're right. I, I got time to think of something. Okay. Do. Yeah, maybe I'll say something about my god, and then... Uh, actually, I think I'm gonna wait, get everybody in a circle, and kind of make, like, a show out of it. Oh, so yeah. So everybody knows I'm not messing around. Yeah, like, make sure they know not to fuck with Kirsch. That. <laughs> Uh, I also imagine they're speaking quietly enough that everybody is not overhearing them. Um, yeah. The only one that was maybe outside to hear it was uh, was Kai, but Kai had already stuck his head in. Uh, the piecemeal team gang is there, and you can see them just making, like, oh, they're gonna fuck somebody up. Just that whole motion and everything. Trying to be those stereotypical teenagers um, that are just hanging out in a game. In piecemeal. Yep. I was going somewhere with that, and then I just lost the flow, and I apologize. Uh, I guess they would head on to join up with the group. Yeah, uh, they do that. Um, and the piecemeal teen gang watches from afar. Should we also be going in there? Or just being cool, disaffected youth? All right, everyone together, team huddle. Uh, piecemeal teen gang, you can join if you want. It's cool. <laughs> Uh, Abe is the only one who like pumps his fist a little bit. Goes yeah, 
uh, while everyone else just looks at him very like, why? Why are you doing that? These are kind of coolish adults. They're still dumb adults, but they're kind of cool. And just awkwardly goes, oh, yeah, you're right. So this is where both of the um, the places that we think that the the dragon thing could be, the siege monster could be. Oh, uh, what about the mayor? wasn't Wasn't the mayor like a thing? Oh yeah, oh. pretty sure the mayor is gonna die if we don't do anything about that. So that should be our first order. Of, I don't know. Dragon might kill more people. Like, is the dragon on like a timer? Because um, I'd like to do both. I mean, from what I can best tell, the dragon is just underneath, and it's not activated. Uh, we did evacuate most of the city, right? Um, yeah, we did. You guys fought a robot that's, like, cool now, I guess? Alright, so, uh, piecemeal team gang, after this team huddle, uh, maybe leave the town just for safety. But, you know, we really want you here for this team huddle, you know, got some important things to talk about. Uh, Tannis, who's very clearly the leader here, goes, no, we're not leaving. This is our team. Like, here's what we should probably do. We, you guys go and save my grandpa. You guys, or we, we, you go save my grandpa. We will go after one of these two. Either go to the factory, where I'm pretty sure we decided a lot of our people should go, um, not knowing that there was going to be a massive dragon, or go to the mall. And we're teenagers. Generally, we like going to malls. Yeah, you should probably get your people out of the factory. You were going to throw a rave there and, uh, yeah, dragon. There could be one. We don't know. But you're probably right. And uh, Boss boss and I, we talk it over, too. And we agree that we're going to have better luck at the, uh, we're going to have better luck at the shopping mall. That's where the women like to go. There's not going to, there's not going to be any women. Kai, I can't hear you up there. Can you join the huddle? You know, be a part of the team. See, I am in team. All right, get down here and huddle. Uh, Kirsch is going to say, um, so actually I think the smart thing would be to send the groups of the teens to go and scout out which place actually has the dragon, and then we all regroup after we save the mayor. You know, three things at once. Nobody dies. Okay, that's the solid plan. I don't hate it. That does seem like a pretty reasonable. And right. the key point here is nobody dies. Right, uh, nobody unnecessary is, dies. Is Kai in the circle now? No. no. Kai, Kai <laughs> is staying on the roof. You The roof collapses under Kai, and he is all of a sudden... <laughs> he's all of a sudden on the floor, um, splayed out like a cat who's just fallen off high and not realizing it. I'm just kidding. It didn't actually happen that way. The roof is fine. <laughs> that, would have been that would have been pretty fucking funny. Form. But no, like, but, but Kai, Kai is still just like looking out for people because he's still tilted that he didn't get to kill the one person that was left to kill. <laughs> so he's looking for more people. The poor um, <laughs> Kai, we got some big booty bitches down here. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, rabbit ear dude, we're teenagers, and that's a robot. We're just throwing that out there, okay? Hey, you know, I, I don't think he was talking been, about you guys. 
Yeah, I've been up here on watch this whole time. I don't know what you were doing, staring off into space. But if I, if there were any pretty women down there, I would have known already. Well, we we took a trip to the astral plane or something like that. And, and Kai, Kai is going to look at Tannis and and going to go. No offense. Oh, all the offense taken. Yeah, Just but I'm in one. You don't have See? to mean it, but it's there. Uh, and Graham puts his his uh, hand on Tannis' shoulder and says, "He's from another generation. They're weird like that. So, like, don't worry. Probably gonna be fine. Probably. I, I don't know. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> you you're like the worst friend, Graham. I just you try real hard, and I appreciate that about you. But fuck, you are just bad at advice. Whoa, whoa, Tannis, you should cherish your friends. I should." Or they end up leaving in disgrace, and there's no, nothing you can do about it. And the fuck does that mean? It's been a day, Tannis. It's been a fucking day. Uh, Graham leans over to you and says, "Just between you and me, man. Like, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll follow Tannis to the ends of the earth. She's a badass." Graham. So like, y- yeah, Graham. yeah. I respect that. Nice. Nice. And he gives an astral fist bump. Whoa! I was um, fist bump. Yeah. Oh, they, kids. Do they kids still don't do, do that? No. Oh. No, it's like it's elbows, man. Get with the times, old man. God. Uh, Is that like an actual thing? Because I have no idea. <laughs> twenty twenty changed a lot of things. Yeah. Well, we're in two thousand nine right now. We're in 2012 or 2011. No, yeah, oh. yeah, right before, right before uh, the end of the year in 2011. Oh yeah, <laughs> these fucking Gen Xers—they're so weird, man. Not cool like us millennials. You guys are canonically Gen Xers. You are canonically all Gen Xers. Damn. Oh, oh. no. Hey, but we got houses. <laughs> oh. Well, Graham, guess who could buy a fucking house? Yeah, well, maybe, you know, the housing market will recover. Enjoy the student day. loan debt, Graham. Uh, Graham starts, uh, he, you can see tears welling up in his eyes. Um, yeah, why don't you go to a nice, shitty college in middle Georgia and then fucking you know drop what? out maybe because it's fucking stressful as shit, Graham. No, it won't. Hey, hey, you can be plenty successful without a degree. Um, I never even tried college, and I've got a great job. I can respect that. That's incredible. That's such a good story. Yeah, you're gonna try to be- make ends meet as a fucking streamer, Graham. Fuck out of my face with that. <laughs> <laughs> Jumped to 2020, and he's very much a streamer. Yo, this is Graham420. At you with that Minecraft. Oh, oh God, it's perfect because his name is Graham. I thought that out. Totally. I can hate it here. <laughs> um, <laughs> Professor Orb uh, Scant just kind of goes, oh, we, is this, is this what, I don't understand teenagers. I'm a robot ball. So. I'm going to unsummon Glorf when he becomes a teenager. That's <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Kirsch>, wise. <laughs> Kirsch looks at Boss just like, that sounds an awful lot like murder. Mm. Was he really alive to begin with? 
I mean, he was moving and talking and I don't, you know what? I don't want to think too deeply on this. Uh, Kai, get down here so we can all group up and head out. Hmm. Well, I guess that's the best idea. I, I I can go with some of you, and we can say the robot was destroyed, I guess. I don't understand why we need to group. I'm already in an advantageous position. Because we've got to go save the mayor. Okay, I follow from Roof. Why? Also, we don't have to say the robot was destroyed. We can just send Bubo in as an infiltration agent. I follow from Roof. Because it gives me a better ambush position. Why do you want me to group so badly? Because we're supposed to be a team. And I am following the team. There is something that Juno tell me. (laughs) He's been punched by so many married men, he can just feel it in the air. (laughs) Guy, it's because, you know, I'm not great with emotions and whatnot, but I... I just wanted to just apologize for being, you know, just so. Uh, see, I can't, I can't do this unless I'm looking you in the face. I'm sorry, guy. Do I pick up that he's full of shit? Uh, you can roll an insight check. I'd love to. All right, let me roll a deception check. Yeah. <laughs> Fear not, my insight is bullshit because <laughs> I am not smart. All right. Four. Five. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! I love it. Jesus Christ! Beautiful. Now this is D and D. Oh no! So let me just paint the scene here for this. As Kai, you are trying to parse the situation of whether or not everyone, uh, Neil and and Kirsch, are bullshitting you and everything, Uh, and you. You have a suspicious nature about you, generally speaking. You don't trust everything and everyone is, is you know, going the proper way uh, in certain situations because of your history with married women. Um, but from everything that you can tell, despite Neil just absolutely tripping over his own feet to, to try to convince you otherwise, everything seems on the level here. Everything seems to be on the up and up. Yeah. I don't know what you want to apologize for, but apology accepted. And I still don't move because I do want to be in a ambush position. Hirsch is going to go ahead and, well, I guess we're leaving. Could he have been doing prayer of healing this whole time? Uh, sure, yeah. Last time? He, um, uh, he could. Uh, the prayer is healed. Um, go ahead and roll them prayer bones. Alrighty, so everybody except Kai uh, gets 16 (laughs) HP back. Kai was not. Uh, Avarice walks back over the the crystal walkie-talkie and says, I am going to kill the mayor. I'm I'm not fucking around. Okay, we're, we're sending you your damn robot. Okay, great, and I'd like you to come in here as a sign of faith, leave your weapons at the door and all that. Um, when you come in here, okay? And Neil kind of cover tries to cover the crystal and look to the group. All right, uh, Avarice, can you hear me? There's no sound. 
That's what oh. I was being Okay, good. She can't hear me. Uh, what if I go in? I don't need weapons. I am the weapon. That's what I felt like. <laughs> I mean, I can cast spells, so I'm good without a weapon, too. Hey, Boobo, you coming? Just just give me a thumbs up if you are. Uh, Boobo in his giant uh, mech body as uh, he looks over his massive robot mitts, uh, looks up and down and everything, and forms the crudest, just most awkward thumbs up that he can. That's my boy. Uh, he whistles out uh, in that same tone of, that's my boy. All right, now that everybody that has, you know, is being a team player has been healed, let's go. Uh, Tomias uh, pulls out his water skin and uh, starts coughing again as he as he uncorks it. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> shit. I think we got more important matters. Tobias. Um, you okay uh, in, there? Uh, in that same voice as before, uh, he he says, uh, I'm fine. We have more important things to do. Boss and, and Tobias roll just a straight D20 roll. Oh, boy. No modifiers. No nothing. <laughs> That's a five. Oh boy, uh, thirteen. What do I win? <laughs> uh, you both win a great prize. Tomias, you notice it, but Boss doesn't. Um, your your brooch, one of the uh, one of the gems goes out. Oh boy! Wait, I notice it. Uh, yeah. With my five. With your five, you notice it. That your uh, one of the gems has is no longer glowing. With this advantage, roll a wisdom saving. Was it just like to see if the if the gem fails? Yes, it was to see if the gem fails. Oh God! Uh, you said with disadvantage. With disadvantage. Ooh! Uh, wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, twenty six. <laughs> I rolled a nat twenty and an eighteen. Oh, man, I can't kill you guys. This is terrible. For a split second, you scream, Tamias. You scream, and it is all of your voices at once. And then you're back to normal. Uh, Tamias just kind of gives a little... <clears throat> and drinks some more water. Caps it. Um, as you cough, a feather pops out. Um, is... This isn't anything, you know, a good cure wounds could help, is it? Uh, and Tamias says, we've got more important stuff to worry about. Don't worry about Tamias. He's fine. And it's the same voice of the guy when he and the bird were separated. Tamias, you're clearly not fine. No, I said I'm fine. And... Yeah, none of these are like the voices that he's used previously. <laughs> Finishing I... our mission here will, will expediently will be the best course of action. Let's get moving rather than yeah. right, watch Tamias continue to biodegrade. And Jay, Jay, he seemed he seem really fuck up. Do you know? 
Elias is fine. Don't worry about him. We have work to do. Coño? Bueno. All right, but we're getting you checked out as soon as this is done, Tamias. Tamias doesn't need your help. Tamias is going to take my help. Uh, Tamias is just straight up, like, staring uh, Neil down. Anyways. Let's get moving. Where are we going? Well, we're going to go save the mayor, and the teens are going to go scout out and try to find the dragon. And then... You know, if the dragon's not a pressing thing that's about to kill everybody, uh, we're going to get you fixed. Hopefully the mayor thing will take like two minutes. I said Tomias was fine. There's nothing to fix. Yeah, okay. Uh, are you going to be able to keep up? Yeah. yeah whatever you say, big boy. Um, and Kirsch looks around and says, okay, who knows physically where we actually need to go? Oh, I do. You need to go up to the mayor's house. It's only about a, I don't know, two-minute walk away. He likes to be close to the bar, best I can tell. Okay, but like, point? Oh, yes, here's the map, and he points out the map and everything. Again, um, it's amazing this thing works in the sunshine. This is pretty neat. Uh, yes, it's right up here to the north. Kirsch looks at it, looks around, looks at it again. Looks around. Right, who's who's taking the lead? Neil takes the lead. I have you cover from above. <laughs> Hi. Okay. Uh, then the group is off. I guess we tell the teens to disperse and we're going to go save the mayor. All right. Uh, the piecemeal teen gang says, so we're going to go to the factory. Um, you guys go save my grandpa, please. That'll be cool. We'll go be dis- we'll be disaffected youths another time, I guess. Uh, and they rush off to the factory. Not sure what awaits them. Uh, as the rest of you head to the mayor's house. You're at the mayor's house. Congratulations, you did it, guys. Oh, Neil kicks the door right the fuck in. Uh, the door's already open. He shuts it and then kicks it back. <laughs> um, <laughs> is there an access as far as like that's not the front door that I can see from like maybe a second floor or the roof? It is a one story house. Uh, the front of it has been blown open as if someone with a very powerful uh, magical magic item thingy blew it to hell. Uh, so, no. Okay, so uh, that punch that punched out part is like the only visible access for us. Uh, yeah. Neil drops his starburst gauntlets at the door. Okay, oh, um... and and Kai Kai jumps down from the roofs just to the group and goes, "Hey, it's nothing from above. It's just a one big hole to get in." Um. So Kirsch, you know, drops his weapons. He would have picked back up his axe. Turns and looks at Kai. Um, I think he's going to make sure he's, you know, within about two feet, just casually. And then uh, he's going to just try to sock him in the face. Um, Want it done! That's a dirty 20 to hit. And what am I rolling for it? Or is um, it against AC? That'll be against your AC. Alright, dirty 20 hits. Uh, so... <laughs> Kirsch has really high strength, so his damage is just a straight-up five. Like, there's no rolling, it's just always five. 
Um, and Kirsch is going to basically just punch him in the face, maybe more like in the cheek, not trying to like break his nose or anything. Um, and he's going to say, so did some praying. My God said, I need this. So you're all going to listen. We're not killing anybody else. Got it. Uh, Okay. And Kai, Kai is going to recoil and he's going to look very confused. There's not even going to be a sense of anger. It's going to be confusion. And then the moment you say that we're not going to kill anyone, he's just going to smile. Do you not understand why we got hired? I was hired to help people. Yes, and we are helping people. We are helping people that, from people who kill them. And sometimes we have to kill. If you cannot handle that, Go back and pray to your God. Well, see, the funny thing is, is he basically told me to punch you in the face. Uh, There's alternatives. We're not, you know, judge and jury. So we're just going to knock people out real hard. Well, good. You you punch me. I hope you feel better. Now get your game face on. Because I don't care what your God say. I have a job to do. And I'm going to start slinking my way into the house. Neil has forgotten that he was supposed to curse for Kai. <laughs> good job, good job <laughs> Neil. Good job. <laughs> and look, Neil, Useless. Neil, Neil looks back for a second and says, Get your dick together, shitbag. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <I mean, laughs> so good. And, and Neil starts doing, like, that Goku hop where he's warming up, getting ready to just throw hands with Avarice. <laughs> Because he is, he is more focused on finishing this mission to make sure Tamias is fine than uh, cursing for Kirsch at the moment. Cursing for Kirsch is going to be the new album cursing. that we're dropping next week. Cursing. <laughs> cursing. Remember, remember when I started this whole thing and Kirsch was just a Shrek meme? Here we are. Yeah, yeah here we are. Uh, now, as far and as far as with uh, Kai walking away, there is going to be like after two steps, there will be a very noticeable moment of him turning his face and spitting out a little bit of blood, and just and you can hear him cursing under his breath. Carajo. Yeah, that that eighteen strength uh, probably did not feel good. Oh no, it didn't. <laughs> it's also the first time this whole campaign I've taken damage. <laughs> yeah, I was I was wondering. I was like. I haven't gotten hit by shit. No, I haven't been hit by shit. You piece of shit. (laughs) I got hit by a negative effect in like that one from that layer effect and then like got cleansed (laughs) of it immediately. Asshole. (laughs) You all walk into the mayor's house to see the mayor on his knees, his hands behind his head. That's hot. Right. Uh, behind him with a uh-huh. staff pointed at uh, about a about an 80. Pretty hot. It's a warm spring day at best. Okay. All right. Some of us don't like that hot. Okay. All right. Anyway, uh, you see a tiefling with a pair of gargoyles behind him. The tiefling is sitting on uh, the dining room table, uh, her boots swinging back and forth, her tail swishing behind her. Uh, she has 
a staff with a large icy blue crystal uh, pointed at the back of the mayor's head. You see a black crow on her shoulder. All right. Um, hi, I'm Avarice. This is the mayor. I know you've met before. Oh, and these are Gurgle and Gargle. Um, they're going to make sure there's no shenanigans. Are we? Sorry, are we Alex, um, repeat that one more time. They're going to oh, make sure, sure what? They're going to make sure there's there's no shenanigans. Uh, and you see these pair of gargoyles, these stone demon-looking bastards. Oh no, am I cutting out? I just can't uh, understand that last word. When you were saying shenanigans, the word was falling <laughs> off at the end. Okay. Oh no. Yeah. yeah. Shenanigans. Like Let me shenanigans. try that again. No, shenanigans came out very clear for me. It did not came fall out clear off for at me all. too. So I okay. thought I thought I Drew thought was I trying to make a super trooper joke. Same. Okay, good. Good. I feel I feel a little more validated now. Sorry, everybody. I was like, I, I was like, is boss about to pistol whip someone? Yes. But I'm I'm adding this adding this new boss into my notes as Farva now. So thanks. No. No. Oh, that's terrible. Hi Farva. Um, because because Farva is the one that wants to go to the restaurant with all the shit on the walls. <laughs> I just wanted to hear the word. I just wanted to understand the word he was saying. Shenanigans. Oh. 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 <laughs> I'm going to hand my pistol to the police chief for a pistol whipping. <laughs> Terrible. Um, but yes. Get back to Avarice here. She yeah. uh, she points to Gurgle and Gargle and says, "Boys, make sure they stay out of trouble." Um, hi, welcome. Sorry about the hostilities over the the phone before. You uh, you have my professor orb. I take it, yes. Yes. Hmm. Okay. That sounded like some bullshit, but okay. <laughs> No, I just uh, have a speech impediment um, where I say yes very slowly. It's very deception, <laughs> motherfucker. Oh, it's probably not. Uh, it's a, a gentleman's five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, no. Oh, no. No. <laughs> Uh, while boss is failing at lying, I would like to try to start walking just a little bit away from the group off to the side and try to just get a little bit of an angle. Uh, you you try that. Um, the room is pretty destroyed and cluttered with everything, but if you roll a perception check, that'll be cool. Roll the perception check? Yeah, percept away. And while this is going on, Neil locks eyes with Avarice and, for the first time in a while, gets into his fighting stance from his school and says, Neil Sagan, Master of the Way of the Celestial Fist. Um, Avarice, leader of the Arcane Brotherhood. Hi. Um, nice that's to a, meet you. And that's a 15 on Kai's perception. A 15 on Kai's perception. Uh, with that 15, you notice it. You see it drawn plain as day on the floor and on the ceiling. And you also notice the mayor for the first time in a while. The mayor is not his 
bald looking self. The the guy who looks like he's from the Six Flags commercials from the mid two thousands. He is a silver dragonborn in a, a very nice uh, suit with a red bow tie. Uh, his feathers on top of his head are in a little bit of a comb over. Um, he's a little bit shy about that. Um, but it's more what you notice on the floor and the ceiling that gives you pause. It's an anti-magic circle. I right, thought uh, I was hot shit coming in here with dispel <laughs> magic prepared. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. Uh does I, I okay, so because uh Kai is just a straight up rogue. Um mm-hmm. and again to reveal a bit of my character sheet, he's an idiot. Um mm-hmm. so am I going to have any idea what those drawings are? You do as soon as you put your hand inside and see that it turns into Okay, so uh, but does it hurt me when I do that? Because I wasn't saying I put my hand. It doesn't hurt you. It doesn't hurt okay. you. All right. Uh, and while so while I'm looking at it and what it's doing, I am now forgetting that I am trying to hide, and I I'm gonna call it back behind me to the group and, hey, do you think these circles will mess up with your god? And now be pointing out the circle that I'm touching and looking at the ceiling, trying to let the rest of the group know. Uh, pretty sure no. I don't think it can stop fist. It can't, but you do the fists, and the mayor here. Um, well, I use my cool, cool staff, and um, well, his head explodes. Hmm. I don't know that, about that. Think... You're in an anti-magic field right now. I'm also a 10th level spellcaster. That's some nerd-ass shit, meaning that I'm, I'm pretty proficient in magic. Hey, everyone, look at this fucking nerd over here. <laughs> uh, got her. <laughs> so instead, how about we have a nice little chat? And that's where we'll end our session tonight. It's summertime. Wear sunscreen. Wear deodorant. Wear deodorant. Take a shower. Stay inside. Avoid the sun. (laughs) Yeah, what Jeff said. That's the more. Not too much, because then you won't have enough vitamin D and you'll get depressed. As a, as a, well, I don't care because I'm a ginger, but (laughs) call out to and I make my own vitamin D. Call out to Cthulhu Uh, Pathogen. Bring on the end of days. What a wonderful phrase. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Does that mean it'll be nighttime all the time? It means no worries for the rest of our days. <laughs> it's a prophecy. We'll soon foresee. Cthulhu Pathogen. <laughs> All right, Andrew, hit us with those shoutouts. All right, so uh, first and foremost, we would like to thank everybody for giving us a listen. If you liked this, or even if you didn't, and you got constructive criticism, keyword constructive, please reach out to us at critsandgrits at gmail.com. Uh, you can also hit us up on the socials. Right now, we're only in the, the area of like Facebook and Twitter. Um, and we would love to get Twitter a shout. Actually, yeah, we'll be on Twitter by the time this episode's out. My bad. So, yeah, well, then why cut me off, then? I don't know. Uh, and then, uh, and then a special shout-out to the people who've already supported us and given us a huge helping hand. So a shout-out to Tithus at at Twitch, 
and that's Tithus at Twitch slash TV, or or Twitch dot TV slash Tithus. I'll I'll learn how to read that right one day. Uh, also, a shout out to Jess Panda and that's uh, Jess with Mo slash Jess Panda, and a shout out to Kyler with the YouTube channel Fishing After Five, and it's a great time to go fishing after five. So huge shout out. Thank you all so much for listening and stay tuned for the next episode. I have yeah. a next episode uh, a song in there, but oh I went. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> you had remembered to make it. <laughs> Good night, everybody.